Welcome to the Beanball, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. My name is Joey Price. And I am Brady O'Callaghan. And with us today is our good friend, Mike Zakarian. Hello, Hi, Mike. Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, thanks so much for being here. Mike, what a pleasure. Off to a great start. Yeah. Uh, Mike is here with us today to talk about the Tampa Bay Rays, as well as um, daily fantasy baseball. Fantasy baseball in general, but probably specifically daily fantasy. It's an important distinction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you are a Red Sox fan. I am Mike, a Red Sox fan. But we've already talked about the Red Sox, and we can't do it again. Right. I, I mean, it was pretty contentious when it happened the <laughs> it, first it time, was, so I don't want to revisit that anytime soon. Yeah. It's um, ruined our relationship with Kevin Hines. Yes, that's true. He does. I work with him, and he will not speak to me. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it was tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but you... Um, uh, want to talk about the Rays. You lived in Tampa for a little bit, right? Yeah, for a couple of years I was down there uh, when they were good, too. So it was 2007 to 2009, so the year they went to the World Series. I think they lost to the Phillies, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Cliff Lee pitched for the Phillies then, right? Mm-hmm. Is that a guy that pitched for the Indians? Oh, I don't know, probably. This was during <laughs> the era uh, when I uh, fell out of uh, following them. Oh, okay. Sure. I was trying to, I was trying re- like early to... To get Indians talk well, in here. The Cleveland baseball team, sorry. There we go. <laughs> hey, it'll be back. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's always there. on my mind. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later. But as always, we're going to start off by talking about a little bit of the news. Yeah, that's right. I, you know, weird time. Uh, there was the All-Star break. So not, not a lot of baseball happening outside of the All-Star game. But we're going to talk about that. First off, let's talk this home run derby. This home run derby. There's I, a lot of home runs were hit. <laughs> yeah. Tons of home runs. Yeah. Record that was numbers. kind of the main takeaway I took where I was like, well, they hit home runs at this thing? Yeah, but like a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Almost too many. Never <laughs> too many. <laughs> uh, it was great. Yeah. Home run derby has just become like uh, appointment viewing, I feel like, at this point. Like, it's it's... One of the best things, it's probably one of the more popular things that baseball does now, um, and it was so fun. Yeah. S- especially with the juice balls. Yeah. Juice balls, launch angles, a lot of home <laughs> runs. For sure. Um, yeah, I thought it was really interesting that they can pick anyone they want to throw their pitches to them, which seems like a very like ceremonial thing for some people. Uh, but as a result, they kind of get screwed over because their pitcher's no good. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. yeah, I want to bring uh, my my dad here. I think it would mean so much to him. And their yeah. dad's just throwing him junk. Yeah. Love that. I yeah. think a real power move would be some, picking somebody on your team that's just not very good. They're like, yeah. this is the worst pitcher on our team. I can definitely hit home runs off this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, they also made it like they added a prize of a million dollars to the winner this year, which was the first time they did that. Yeah. Um, which I think, like probably matters a lot more to some of those players than it does to others to other of those players it like were, makes sense that it's like alonzo and vlad as like these two very young players in the league like being there at the end yeah because that's probably more than vlad's getting this yeah. year I think, that's like right? i think it doubles their salary yeah wow or that no a million dollars would be twice their yearly salary wow yeah um, it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, the second round of Jock Peterson versus Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was just great. It went to like triple overtime yeah. or something. Oh my God. Did they each hit 40? Is I think that what it was? Vlad hit 40 and Jock hit 39. Oh man. I love Jock. <laughs> yeah. I did. That's just a great name. I love Jock Peterson. Yeah. It is, that is an all time good baseball yeah, name. It is. And it's J O C. Yeah. 
Yeah, jock jams. It's the best. Yeah. That was definitely the most exciting part of the Home Run Derby. Yeah. Just that single round. Every single player, it was so fun, them coming back and them just talking up uh, Jock and Vlad on their sides to be like, all right, so get your head right. You this. <laughs> That's yeah. what I envisioned they were saying. It. Yeah. You should try hitting it over the wall this time. <laughs> Yeah, so that was really, really fun. And then um, the All-Star Game happened the next day, and that was fun, too. I didn't watch that much of it. Yeah, it was fine. I <laughs> caught, like, the last couple <laughs> innings. It's the all- I feel like that's... I mean, it's for kids, so... I gotta say, I've watched just thousands of hours of baseball this year, and I have no idea who won the All-Star <laughs> Game. The AL won the they All-Star didn't. Game. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was, like, seventh year in a row or something yeah. like that that they've won. And is that still worth uh, home field No, advantage? it doesn't matter anymore. Okay. They changed it a couple of years ago because I think people were like, it's stupid this if is that dumb. matters. Yeah, yeah I, here's my thing about the All-Star Game. We could honestly probably talk for an hour about it, and maybe we should sometime, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't have any stakes. It should yeah. be goofy. They should screw around. Mm-hmm. I think the home run derby is like the right way to go where they they're like, okay, the winning team gets ten million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm in. Yeah, that rules. Yeah. They um they did a fun thing in the All-Star game this year that I kind of hope that they keep finding ways to mess around with that they mic'd up the players in action. I love that. And so like there was the first one that they did that to was kind of the best one, which was Freddie Freeman at bat. Like <laughs> he is he is batting and they are talking to him while he's batting and he's like trying to concentrate as well on what's going on but hearing him kind of go through the process of it was really fun yeah um so yeah i hope they kind of keep messing around with that yeah that's a great idea yeah um outside of that uh terribly sad news tyler skaggs uh great pitcher for the angels uh died suddenly inexplicably uh, at age 26 i think mm-hmm. um and the very next uh home game uh, that the Angels had in California, they pitched a combined no hitter. Yeah, crazy. and they were all yeah. wearing his number. His mom threw out the first pitch. She just yeah. threw a freaking strike. Did she? Yeah, she just like down the center of the plate. It was just Man. like a perfect pitch. And then yeah, they go on to pitch this no hitter. It's crazy. And the first pitch of the game, right? The pitcher threw an, an Ephus pitch. I think right. Is that right? Which oh, is like one uh-huh. of Skaggs's pitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it looked very bad, but it was like. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's really sad, but it was such a cool moment. Yeah. I found out about it on the subway platform and sobbed on the subway platform watching the video of them win. Yeah. Also something uh, that was very cool. The last combined no hitter thrown in California was thrown in Oakland in 1991. I forget the specific date, but that date, the day Tyler Skaggs was born. Whoa. Isn't yeah. that insane? It's crazy. it's crazy. Yeah, it's really wild. And isn't this the third, like, untimely death the Angels have gone through, too, in the last, like, 20 years? Like, there was another pitcher. Um, oh, God, it's not Daryl Kyle. I don't think that's the right name. But it, another pitcher just, like, who was still active mm-hmm. and on the team, like, passed away. And then there was another one, like, 10 years before that, too. But it's just crazy that it keeps happening to the same organization. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it feels like it's been, this year especially, has felt like a sadder year in baseball with like Tyler Skaggs and Carrasco being diagnosed with leukemia. And yeah, um, I think even something else happened earlier. Well, Cleveland's not doing that great. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's what I was thinking of. That's pretty sad. (laughs) 
death leukemia <laughs> and then a bad baseball team who I believe is still like in the playoffs. Yeah, right? we're yeah. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna win it the World Series this year. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of the the news. Um, so it's not that much, but we thought we'd also talk about you know we're getting into the second half of the season, and so there's some kind of storylines going forward that we're interested in, kind of the ones that we're most interested in. Um, from like a playoff perspective, the Cubs are uh, in leading the NL Central and the Reds are in last place in, in the NL Central. And there's like a six-game difference between those two. So that division is probably like primed to have some pretty fun yeah. stuff happen. Um, a lot, I mean, it's not inconceivable that the Reds could, you know, take the division to be unlikely but like it's not crazier things have happened uh so i think i'm excited to see like what happens there especially because kind of the other races feel so uh wrapped up with maybe the exception of cleveland and uh uh minnesota, minnesota. yeah because yeah. the, the nl west was over like two months yeah, ago the nl west is over the astros are only up maybe six or seven games on the A's, but you got to figure that like that's only going to be extended. The Yankees, yeah, the Astros did that with no one on the team. Yeah. like their entire starting nine was, was hurt. Yeah, for most same of with it. the Yankees essentially, yeah. and they're like have a you know dominant league lead there too. So the NL Central, I think, is going to be a fun thing to keep our eyes on. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. I in my I just assumed the Brewers were in first place in the NL Central. I think they're only like. Two games back. Yeah. Like, it's really close, yeah. And then the the Pirates are, you know, three or four games back, and the Cardinals are three or four games back. So. Wow, what an I, ugly division. Yeah. Like, the Cardinals have been so boring. Like, so their offenses should be so good. Yeah. And they've been so bad this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really weird... I don't know if it's just that, like, the Cubs and the Brewers have underperformed, and everybody else has just kind of, like, done what people expected them to do and so it just become tighter or yeah. what but yeah the reds shouldn't be in a playoff race yeah right now. you wouldn't think so that's really weird yeah yeah every every single other division like the second place team is uh, at least six games back yeah yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the Twins and the and Cleveland is probably the only other race that might end up being tight because you figure that the that Cleveland is probably going to catch up a little bit, and maybe the Twins will lose some ground. Although the Twins have looked so good this whole season that it's 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 probably just more likely that maybe the the Indians catch fire a little bit and are able to catch them because their Indians are great. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Twins have scored so many runs. Yeah, um, yeah, it's they, crazy. Yeah, they just took two out of three from Cleveland. So oh, that doesn't hurt. Yeah, it doesn't help. I mean, yeah. I was just in Minnesota and people are excited. I don't hate to break it to care. (laughs) It'd be weird if they were upset. Yeah. Um, And that actually kind of brings us to another, the other thing that we're, or one other thing that we're interested in is um, the home run, like team uh, uh, all time leader uh, in 2018. So just a year ago, the Yankees hit 267, which is the all time uh, lead. But the twins are like, on pace to hit over 300 home runs this season. Um, And then on top of that, the Mariners and the Brewers are like also on pace to beat the Yankees record from last year too, which is... Wow. It's insane that it's not the Rockies. Yeah, I know. such an advantage that they should have 500 home runs a year. (laughs) It just speaks to how poorly their team is. Yeah. Yeah. The Twins just have like 
a bunch of guys who have hit 15 home runs. Yeah. It's just like their whole lineup has done that. You figure that probably they'll, uh, some of them will probably regress a little bit, but it's it's crazy. It's loaded. Yeah. It's almost as if some of those balls have been juiced. It's Juice almost balls. as if. Yeah, I guess that's news that we haven't really talked about on this is that MLB has kind of at least come out and been like, yeah, there's something going on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we admit it now. Yeah. There's too many, too many home runs and uh, <laughs> the pitchers are just being screwed over because they're like the balls are messing with their breaks and yeah. everything. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. Um, tighter seams and a more centered ball is the, the current. Oh, is that what they're saying? That's the current theory. Okay. Um, oh, and a slicker um, surface. All right. Which would make it go further. I, I, I just would think that pitchers would notice that right yes. away. Yes, and I think the, sl- the slicker surface is new to this season, and okay. pitchers very quickly were like, something is different. Okay. Because, yeah, you would think that's an, an obvious one yeah. right there. Because you yeah. are seeing aces just get lit up way yeah. more frequently than they do. Verlander has given up 26 home runs already, and he's been good other yeah. than that. And the most home runs given up in a season by a pitcher is like 50. So he's like... Jesus, yeah. smash that record. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, speaking of kind of, yeah, the opposite thing is the record for home runs allowed by a team. And that record is 258 by the Reds in 2016. And the Orioles, the Mariners, the Phillies, the Angels, and the Astros are all on pace to break that record. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> the Orioles are going to break it like tomorrow. <laughs> like like they, they're so bad, it's done. It's uh, almost as if them balls <laughs> been juiced. <laughs> so yeah, just a uh, uh, some fun little things to kind of keep our eye. Can on. I throw one more in there? Oh yes, yeah. of course. Please. I think I'm really excited for the NL MVP race between Yelich and um, Bellinger. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, both of those guys are just putting up monster numbers. Yeah, like, uh, the Dodgers were playing the Red Sox this weekend, and they were putting up Bellinger's numbers and like where he ranks in the NL. Mm-hmm. And if he wasn't first, he was second. And Yelich was always first or second mm-hmm. in all those categories too so that'll be a fun one can we call them bellich bellich yeah is, is that like that can be like their celebrity couple name yeah yeah so when they get married <laughs> they can be bellich <laughs> i love that i'm in favor of that uh yeah that is a you're right that's a really really fun one for sure and they were definitely playing that up around the all-star game like there were ads with the two of them in it kind of talking about the other person and then they were the two of them were mic'd up while they were both playing the outfield in one inning uh kind of talking about each other and stuff so it's wow. amazing because yeah. both of them look like tall lanky boys mm-hmm. yeah but they are so powerful it's so, it's, behind the plate and bellinger like stands straight up like his batting stance he's got no bend in his knees right it looks very bad uh <laughs> but he's so good it's yeah. unbelievable yeah hey it's crazy um yeah and then yeah i guess the al is just gonna be mike trout <laughs> it is gonna be mike trout <laughs> yeah yeah which is crazy He's so good. I was back in uh, Boston this weekend, and they were talking, you know, because sports radio, I'm taught there. Um, <laughs> but they were throwing out the idea of trading Mookie Betts. Yeah, I've heard beca- beca- Have you heard that? Yes. Be- uh, because he's not going to, he wants to go into free agency. So they're like, we might as well get something from him right. at the trade deadline. I don't understand how a playoff team can trade their best player <laughs> yeah. for the yeah. push. It's absolutely crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, I don't see it. I doubt that, that they'll do it. Yeah. But, yeah, it feels like some fans want it, too. And it's just like, why would you want that? It's so dumb. No (laughs) one's allowed to be mad for five years. You just want a World Series. (laughs) Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, I agree. That's a good rule. Yeah. Love that. 
So that's the news, and those are our mid-season storylines. And we're sticking to them. We're sticking to them. We will check back on every one of those storylines in every single episode from here on out. (laughs) That is a promise. (laughs) All right, Joey, you do that, dude. Uh, Joey, what are we drinking today? Oh, hey, yeah. Okay, so we're uh, uh, right now we're drinking a little New York local beer by a brewery called Grimm. But on deck, oh, nice. We have a beer from uh, Cigar City Brewing in Tampa, Florida, and it's a beer called High Ally, like the sport. <laughs> wow. Very good, Brady. Crack of the bat, crack of the can. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's this, so you can get this at uh, Trop, the Trop, Tropicana Field. And it's a very good beer. I think, like, in terms of a beer that you can get uh, consistently at a ballpark, you could do a lot worse than this one. Nice. Um, so that's what we're drinking today. Um, hey, and if, if we could just kind of talk to Cigar City Brewing for a second here. Excuse us. Hey, CCB, as I'm sure you're called. Be our sponsor, huh? Just throw a couple sixers uh, this way for some high ally. I mean, come on. Just because we brought it out second doesn't mean it was second choice. You ain't got to play second fiddle for anything. Here's the thing, CCB, we've we haven't done. The Miami Marlins yet. We could cheat, and we could use this beer for the Miami Marlins. We'd love to just send us a couple Sixers, and we'll do it. We'll do it. You could be our first double up. You. We have yet to have a double up, and we're looking for a double up. There's no way this doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's our message to CCB. Great beer. Hey, crack them. Crack them open, everyone. Crack them open. (laughs) Um... Cool. Hey, let's do it. Let's move on to some walk-up music, yes? The Yeah. Okay, cool. I waited for, I waited for an answer cuz I Sorry. wasn't sure if we were allowed to do it yet. Um Turns out, yes we are. I didn't think I had the power to say yes. That <laughs> <laughs> for sure that had to come you, from Joey. You yeah, you didn't have the power to say yes, but you did have the power to say no if you wanted to. Oh, wow. You could have prevented us I from like doing that. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're losing control, so if you could actually just take control of the rest of the podcast, that'd be great. Um, first of all, Bad Bunny check-in. Tampa Bay has a Bad Bunny track. Wow. Okay, as a Red Sox fan, Mike, how does it feel to be the only team so far without somebody playing Bad Bunny? It doesn't feel great. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't feel great. We are losing any sort of coolness that we once had. It's not great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they should update. They should update. That's all I'm saying. I'm surprised Jackie Bradley Jr. should have. That should be, that should yeah. be him. Yeah. Of all people, Jackie Bradley yeah, Jr. I think we, we can all agree on that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if you're listening, Jackie, get that bad bunny check-in. Yeah. All Anybody right. call him JBJ? Oh, everybody Okay, does. that's it, a good name. a good one. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. I also yeah. like that, the idea that you just came up with that, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, up first, we have uh, G-Man Choi with BTS Fire. BTS, K-pop. Boy oh, band, okay. uh-huh. they roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is pretty. This good. is very good. I like this. Yeah, we love this. This is a good yeah. pick. That's a really, really good one. That's very fun. I, that is maybe like the best of the kind of like EDM 
more EDM sounding ones that we've listened to on this. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. It's you always know. risky territory when you yeah. get into like wait for the drop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, this one works really, really well. <laughs> you got to walk really slow up to the plate. <laughs> yeah. um, great. Up next, Mike Zunino with kind of a classic. Wow. Tom Petty. Yeah. I won't back down. Mike Zunino must be 39. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's what I'll say about it. It has a quiet confidence to it. It's not very sleepy, but it doesn't like, it's not a huge pump up track. Yeah. And I kind of like a, just like a, a strut, but <laughs> I'll say he can do better. Yeah. I, this is a great song. I love this song. Great. I don't know what the message is. I guess it's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stand in that batter's box. I gotta say, if I'm the pitcher and I hear this come on and I, I'm seeing him walking up, I'm like, I'm gonna fucking mow this guy down. This guy doesn't have a chance. He's too old. Yeah. yeah. I did look at his stats and he's batting like yeah. 169 or something. So Not yeah. great. Maybe it's just him saying, like, don't give up. <laughs> All right. Up next, we have Charlie Morton with Jason Isbell, Palmetto Rose. A little country flavor for you. Mm-hmm. Charlie Morton, pitcher. He's yeah. a pitcher, yeah. So you figure he warm he he warms up in the first inning to this. Yeah. I don't know, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't love it. I think it's a great song. <laughs> Again. Vimes are maybe yeah. a little wrong. Yeah. Yeah, this is better on the country scale yeah. than other ones that we've heard. Got a little bit of that like bluesiness to it. That's fun. Yeah. But yeah, I think vibes wise, it, yeah, it doesn't really work. Doesn't pass. Oh boy. All right, moving on. Yandi Diaz with Faruco's Zero. And here's maybe the first time I've ever said this. Doing this, this song's too sexy for walk-up <laughs> music. It truly yeah. is. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This, this is this is high on the bravery scale, though. Like I like, I like, I like the idea of him being like, "Hey, this is gonna be my walk-up song," and someone being like, "Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is this too hot? We'll give him that. Take some brass. He's yeah. Former Cleveland, right? Yandy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, he, he might be. I don't know. He might be trying to seduce the other members of the team. Oh, I like that. So, I like that. You know, maybe he only plays it when Cleveland play Cleveland. It's yeah. like a yeah. take me back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Up next, we have Colin Poche. It's how we're deciding <laughs> to pronounce his last mm-hmm. name mm-hmm. because we do not know it. It's spelled P O C H E. He's a pitcher, and the song is Incubus. I can't believe. <laughs> nice this to know you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Another 39-year-old <laughs> on the mound. I mean, this this is... Oh, God. It's <laughs> taken a while <laughs> to get there. <laughs> this, I mean, here's what I'll say. Possibly 
possibly the worst song that we have heard so far in this segment. <laughs> I really, really think it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is so saying something after Charlie Morton. Yes. I mean, I'm saying every out of every song we've ever heard oh, wow. doing this segment, I think this is the worst this one. This is pretty bad. And we once um, had a song from the soundtrack to Trolls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough. That's enough incubus. <laughs> oh, God. How do we feel? I don't think they did great. No. I don't think they did great. I, I admire the Tom Petty choice a little bit because it's a good song, but I don't think it works. Choi's choice yeah, is choice great. Yeah, choice is great. Hands down. Great. He takes it. Yeah, he takes the he takes the uh, crown for the, yeah. the race. And I don't think I'm against Yandy's. It was just a, yeah. was a bold choice. Yes, yeah. Um, but the winner, the, 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 the person with the belt still... Oh, God, I'm not going to remember who that person's name is. Yeah, was, I can't remember the, either. The Rubber Band Man. Rubber Band Man is, yeah, that's yes. the top. That's the top. A pitcher for the Mariners Oh wow. uses the song Rubber Band Man, and it's great. Really, really good. It's real good. The yeah. only, only good thing going for the Mariners yes. right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep, for sure. Yep. All right, let's jump into it. All right, so we are going to talk about the Rays, and um, uh, they are uh, the Rays of Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, they are a franchise team formed in the mid-90s at some point um, and uh, have been there ever since. Uh, uh, and they, I, I find them to be you know, a pretty interesting team, especially in the past nine to ten years or so where they're they're kind of that team that's always around they don't spend a lot of money they're kind of the a's of the 2010s Mm -hmm. um and um so yeah i'm excited to talk about them you lived there what was it like when you were there yeah was it so i was there from 0709 or 2010 and uh they just they were a fun team then too that's when like david price was young and Mm -hmm. like throwing 99 it was so good uh i think Excuse me. I think Carl Crawford was probably there, and like uh-huh. Evan Longoria when he was young, but like nobody was going to the games, and it was one of those situations where, like, when the, even in like September, where they're going to make the playoffs, like this is a big deal. And I remember it being like a tight, like a two-one game. It's like the bottom of the seventh, runners on base. You're supposed to be clapping. There's like two <laughs> strikes, right? Yeah. And the the fans were basically waiting until the jumbotron told them what to do. <laughs> like, oh, okay, it's clapping time. Okay, we'll get up. <laughs> uh, it was just such a weird environment. I remember they would have like uh, college nights there where it was a dollar to get in, uh, and it was dollar hot dogs and dollar beers. Mm-hmm. Was, wow. And still nobody was there. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is too bad. And and I yeah, they have had that problem kind of the the whole time that they've been there essentially and they still do and they had this like crazy idea this year they're looking into like having it being the first like dual city team and like having half of their home games in montreal and then half of their home games in tampa bay it feels like just a way for the owner to like strong arm the city into giving taxpayer funds to build a new stadium yeah um and rarely do it like i mean the taxpayers should be doing it they the owners have enough money to just build the thing but it needs to not be like the stadiums it, in St. Pete. Yes. And that's not like if you are a Tampa resident, I mean, it's not super far away, but it's like 40 minutes. So it's not, it's yeah, not that's far enough. Close, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's uh, also like an old, it doesn't look good. It's a gross it's a, dome. It's domed. There's like, 
uh, a catwalk. Yeah, there's a catwalk that gets in the way of plays. Yeah, this is 2019, <laughs> and there's still catwalk rules. Like, it could, well, if it, it did hit the catwalk on the way up, so that's a double. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I definitely is a franchise that, that needs some improvement. And, yeah. Is that is that a problem that Tampa Bay, like, sports teams have across the board? Like, are do Buccaneers fans, like, come out? What about... Like Tampa Bay Lightning, right? Their hockey team. They come out to, for hockey games. They because really? the, the Lightning have been good for a while. Wow. Because um, they they won the Stanley Cup. Uh, I don't know, like maybe 2010, sometime in that range, like late 2008 to mm-hmm. 12 range or whatever. Um, and so I know that, and they've still been good since then. So they come out to those. I went to a couple of Bucks games when I was down there, and they were they were pretty bad then, and people still came out mm-hmm. to games. So hmm. I think they still do. But it's also like Florida where everyone's into college sports way more than they are into anything else. Like yeah. They're into anything that's happening with Florida State or University of Florida, Miami, stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean, even the Marlins who are in Miami and have a new stadium, they have a hard time bringing a crowd too. And part of that is also that like their ownership has been oh, notoriously so, so terrible and making really bad decisions. And They've won, what, two World Series yes. and then immediately punt. Yes. Like get rid of everybody as fast as they can. Yeah. Yeah. Derek so Jeter handed over John Carlos Stanton. Yeah, exactly. For nothing so yeah it's um it's it's too bad because it it does feel like there probably is a fan base there that they could find and i'm sure like the south including florida is like baseball country yeah you right know? yeah they have baseball year round yeah, yeah. and they're a fun team like, yeah they're the, the really fun so, especially this year i mean since yeah. the all-star break i think they put up like 40 runs in four games yeah like, they're wow. going nuts they were the team that brady and i chose to like follow that was not our team yeah um and yeah they're they're just always fun they're just always like an upstart kind of team they probably don't have like a huge front office uh in terms of like number of employees but they make really smart decisions i mean they're like they're the team that started the opener Right, like, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. now that's caught on a little bit, yeah. and I mean, it's to varying degrees of success. Sure, the Rays are actually they're doing it. They yes. have like a couple of good starters, and then when they don't, they use this opener, <laughs> and it's been. I mean, they're good. They're good. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I really I, so the the coolest Rays thing to, for me was in 2011. Was it? There was like that crazy day of baseball. At, it was like the last day of the season, and it and it was like. There were a bunch of games that would decide how the playoffs oh, yeah. uh, shook out. And the last thing that happened on that day was Evan Longoria hit a walk-off homer I'm, to like send yeah. the Rays to the playoffs. That and it was might have been amazing. against the Red Sox, too. I think it was, yes. yes. Yeah. I remember watching Sorry that Sorry to bring it up. No, it's okay. Again, World, we've won some World Series. <laughs> can't be mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I remember, so when I was living down there, I think it was, so 2008, I think, was the year they went to the World Series. Mm-hmm. And... Everybody was because we'd won the World Series the year before, and we went down. I think three games to one. To the Red them. Sox. The Red Sox had. Yeah, sorry, I say we because I am on the team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we they went down three games to one, and everybody in Tampa because I was like the only Boston person at the University of South Florida where I was going to school, and everybody was just just dumping on me like, oh man, here it goes. And I kept saying like, hey, it's only three games to one. We're pretty good at coming back to stuff. So just like you know, pump the brakes. Yeah. But I, you know, if you get there, you get there. It goes to Game Seven. I get tickets to game seven. I still haven't like said anything yet. I'm not getting confident. I'm not doing anything. I think it was like the second or third inning. Pedroia hit a home run yeah. and we were up one nothing. 
and I ran my mouth to everyone who would listen. And I, <laughs> I feel like you guys have witnessed a little bit of this on the softball field. Um, and it was, it was in a positive way. Um, and then, of course, the Rays came back and won, and, yeah. and people, people weren't thrilled. I mean, they were thrilled, but they were very excited to, to yell at me, and it ended very poorly. Yeah. Um, there, to, to pivot for a second, Mike is on, uh, the softball team, Dirt, that Brady and I play on, and there was a game recently, uh, where there was a close play at home, and, you know, you know, we're biased, but we would say that the, the runner was out. I might even say it wasn't that close. It wasn't even a close play. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> and the, the umpire called the runner safe, and, um... You know, Mike got pretty upset in, yeah. the, in, <laughs> uh, in the moment. Oh, you're and okay. Subsequently, uh, let the ump know about every single missed called strike. <laughs> all I was saying was that... Look good. You know, Looks good. There, <laughs> all I was saying is that in games, there are a lot of close plays. And when you get one wrong, you have the opportunity to <laughs> yes. write that yes, with the you, next close you play. You did scream, that was an opportunity for a makeup call. <laughs> Maybe two or three times. Yeah. yeah. It was I don't a- disagree with you at all. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it is one of those things where, like, why are we yelling? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes, this is rec league softball. Be- because this is, this is a guy that's being paid nothing, nothing. Uh, you know, if anything, 10, 20 bucks. Yeah. And in the history of baseball, <laughs> no call has ever been overturned because of yelling. Like, I, I know it's not going to change anything. Yeah. Yeah. And... You know, umpire, he's a nice guy. He's doing his best. Yeah. <laughs> like, And it has been great the entire season. I do remember a moment of Brady, like, looking at me when we were on the bench being like, they might toss you. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. It seemed like it. Hey, I would love to see it, though. Yeah. Get tossed from <laughs> Oh, Red God. Why not? There was, a, there was a fight, not in one of our games, but I think last season there was a fight that ended with, I think some people getting in trouble really? uh, because of it. Yeah. Like a physical altercation. Yeah. I think there was a physical altercation between a member of a team and a fan oh or like the, uh, the boyfriend of a woman on the other team. Oh, Jesus. God. And, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I would never do that. I stop at yelling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good for you, Mike. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we are very pro, um, you know, smaller market teams like the Rays who find new ways to kind of innovate the thinking around baseball um, uh, like they have done, like the A's did before them. The Pirates are another team mm-hmm. that have done pretty well with all of that, too. Um, Royals. Yeah, Royals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 yeah I, just, I just like them a lot, and I'd recommend yeah. looking out for them. Tell you what, could be a fun way to transition. Mike does play for dirt. I pulled up. The dirt stats. Uh-oh. We're talking Mike about Mike is fantasy. like leading the team. And yeah, Mike's doing everything. very well. Um, Mike, I just want to let you know, batting average right now, 767. It dropped. It dropped a couple points. OBP, <laughs> 774. Slugging, 1.633. OPS, 2.408. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yep. That's pretty good, Mike. I did hit two home runs in our last game that Ooh. you were in at. Wow. So that... You know, probably bumped my OPS to about 600 points lower than yours. So. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but two home runs, though. That's, I mean, that's great. Sure. In the same game. I got injured and left the game early. <laughs> oh, did you, you ended up leaving early, too? Yeah, huh? I had to go home. <laughs> I had to put this yeah. middle finger on ice. Yeah. I use it too much, you know? Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm fine. Um, so yeah, we also want to talk about um, fantasy, uh, daily fantasy specifically, um, which I have tried a couple of times. But yeah. you say that you, you play it too much. Yeah, yeah. Is this an intervention? Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah, right yeah. Now? Everybody, come in, Kelsey. Oh, no. Come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been so I've been playing like pretty consistently. I would say for since I moved to New York, actually, for the last like four or five years. Um, and yeah, I love it. It's great. I think that's the only reason I follow baseball as closely as I do. I think otherwise I would just like watch the Red Sox and that's it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you kind of have to pay attention to everything and it's been, I, I think it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I started playing fantasy baseball just because I wanted to, uh, know anything about it besides following Cleveland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. was really good and helpful for Yeah, that. it is a fun way to, like, get invested in other players and so then start watching those players' games and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Absolutely. And so there's fantasy baseball, which usually when you're talking about fantasy baseball, it's like you have a fantasy team that you play the entire season with and you make roster changes based on that team. Uh, Brady and I are in a league that does that. Uh, but daily fantasy is you just choose every day if you want to play right you based on certain parameters choose a team yeah and then it ends that night and it ends that night yeah um so you have to be like you have to spend a lot of time on it mm because you have to pay attention to things like weather and starting pitchers and like yesterday i was playing and homer bailey got traded i I think like 10 Mm -hmm. minutes before the game was going to start and he was someone that i was planning on playing so then you're like scrambling five minutes beforehand but if you're not you know paying attention to that stuff you can't really you can't play daily fantasy, yeah. So you have to you have to spend too much time on it. Um, how much money have you lost playing daily fantasy? Well, uh, <laughs> I know I'm in the black. I oh, have, I have won. Okay, um, yeah. But I I play mostly like big tournaments. Mm-hmm. So when you play tournaments, there's like a lot of variance, and so you could go a little while without winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. then when you win, it's usually like a, a windfall. Okay, um, sure. So no, I'm I'm definitely up. All right, I'm definitely That's good. up because. Good for you. Kelsey will <laughs> she pays attention <laughs> so if it was going poorly yeah but but like you have to be super patient and know that like you're not gonna win but there's two different ways to do it right so you can play these big tournaments or you can play cash games which is essentially like a head-to-head you're going against one other person mm-hmm. um and those are like a little bit safer where you put in two dollars to go against one person and the winner gets four dollars mm-hmm. um they yeah. kind of and they kind of had to these daily fantasy sites had to like change stuff a couple of years ago right because it kind of came out that like the only one percent of the people playing were actually winning anything and like 99 percent were losing and yeah there was just like huge well people were putting in like three thousand entries into like a five thousand person tournament right um and that's that's a bummer yes <laughs> uh, yeah. so now yeah they put a lot more restrictions on stuff like that yeah and there's like uh this is only for new players or like and stuff like that yep, right too? right yeah um, yeah, but I, I've been doing it for so long that I definitely can't play in the beginners sure. stuff yeah. anymore. Um, but it, it's like the best, the best way to follow baseball for me anyways. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's what I love about it. Um, and I feel like I'm way more up to date on stuff like launch angles and the juiced balls and all that stuff because, because you got to pay attention to that stuff where like hitters are only like nobody, well, they, they still walk, but you don't see singles anymore. Right. Like you yeah. see home runs and doubles. So you get to target guys that are going to hit home runs. Pitchers like. You have to get guys that are high strikeout guys because, like, paying for someone, like, uh, for the Red Sox, Rick Porcello, 
you can never play him in daily fantasy because he doesn't strike out a lot of guys and the way that the league's going this year, you're going to give up like four runs. Mm -hmm. Like nobody's throwing eight shutout innings anymore. It just didn't happen. Right. Yeah. I guess that's another question I have is like, when you go to make a team, what are the kinds of things that you are looking at? So if it's in Colorado, that's the first thing I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. If the Rockies are playing at home, (laughs) uh, because there's just more home runs there. Mm -hmm. Um, like, I think it was Saturday night, maybe. Uh, I think the final score was 17-9. Jesus. I think it was 19-2. to two. They had a, a day game today, and the Giants actually won like 19-2, to two, oh, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so I pay attention to see if it's in, if it's in Colorado. I look at weather conditions uh, to see if like it's really humid. Like New York, if the game's here and it's really humid, it makes sense to play the Yankees because they're just going to crush the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, just look at like anybody who's pitching against the Tigers <laughs> or the White Sox. Uh, I usually just pick those guys because even if they're not great pitchers, the Tigers are so bad. Mm-hmm. Like they had this guy, uh, Brad Keller, for the Royals the other night. Yeah. I think he struck out like 10 in six innings. And Brad Keller is not good. Mm-hmm. But the Tigers are worse than that. Yeah, the Tigers have, because the Orioles have been so bad, the Tigers have like kind of gone under the radar of being bad but they're very bad oh they're so bad yeah if you and and they're like a little bit better against left-handed pitching but like literally any right-handed pitcher can shut down the tigers they're so bad but i hope so they're playing cleveland right now so yeah i'm sure cleveland's winning like cleveland is not winning (laughs) (laughs) which hey that makes me feel bad (laughs) oh you know what but we just gotta run so we're catching up i was gonna say because you guys you were pitching somebody uh adam plutko tonight i think yeah and people Mm -hmm. were in like daily fantasy we're gonna play plutko who's not very good but the tigers are that bad they're like this guy can at least get me something well he's given up four runs so far so not great not great castellanos is he's good though yeah i like him yeah him and Goodrum, I think his name is Goodrum, Nico Goodrum. Those are the only two Tigers that I kind of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they are bad. I'd be pretty bummed if I was a Tigers fan. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So, yeah, you kind of have like a, a bank of money mm-hmm. to work with, right? Yeah. You got 150 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Also, this is way more involved than I ever thought it was it's going crazy. to be. It's crazy. Checking the weather is nuts. Yeah. So here's like if I'm not – so tonight I almost didn't play because I kind of have to be free between 6.30 and 7.00 to see if anything weird happens with either the weather or late scratches. Um, so you kind of, if I'm not free during that time, I usually won't play. Um, but this also goes to like speak to how much I love or don't love my job because I spend a lot of time reading some fantasy <laughs> baseball stuff. <laughs> I, go, I dig real deep into yeah. this stuff, but yeah, it is pretty time consuming. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I've tried it a couple of times and I, I think it's just like, I didn't do very well. Man, I how didn't much really money like have you lost. Oh, I mean, like thousands, <laughs> ten, ten bucks at most. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just kind of couldn't like wrap my head around the amount that you kind of had to go into it. Yeah. And aren't there also some leagues? I don't know if this. I think aren't there some leagues that like you can even like. I don't know. Kind of like bet on stuff that is happening as the game is progressing too. Yeah. That's crazy to me. I would never do that. Like the live. I shouldn't say never. I'm pro- I probably have done that. Uh, <laughs> like in the Super Bowl. I've definitely done that in the Super Bowl. Uh, but yeah, you can like do a lot, like a second half tournament or something like yeah. that. That's yeah. a little more involved. I wouldn't really, I don't feel strongly about that. I would, I would have to be like in the very bad shape at the beginning of the game and be like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to hedge my bets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, you have like you have to be willing to lose. That's like part of it. Yeah, sure. and for some context too. So I started when I was in college. I played a lot of poker, like online poker, and got really good at that. And then when they when they shut that down, uh, like online poker was no longer allowed anymore. Mm-hmm the pivot was to like daily fantasy sports. Cause there's a lot of the same like game theory and that mm-hmm. stuff where you're trying to figure out what everyone else is doing and trying to like shift it just like 1%. So you're a little bit different. Um, but yeah, there were a lot of similarities between the two. So that's kind of why I gravitated towards that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I had a friend uh, in college who got very into online poker and then I think moved to Mexico to continue. Playing. Really? Yeah. 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 I think I know. I heard that a lot of people did that. Like yeah. professional players moved out of the country to yeah. continue playing. It was right when I finished grad school that happened. And there was like, I I just can't imagine that being my full-time gig. It's being cr- like, yeah. You know, it's just not, I don't know. I really love playing poker. I liked winning money. That was cool. Yeah. But the idea of that being my full-time thing, yeah. it's just is a real bummer. This yeah. is, to keep on the poker talk, did you like read the story from last week about the like AI that won a poker like table? Like against six other players. Oh, really? Yeah, that like these people built a computer program uh, that can beat professional players at like no wow. limit Texas home. Jesus, Coldham. we're dead. Yes, we which is crazy because it's like that is the, the, compared to like chess with poker, you're dealing with like uh, imperfect information. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's just yeah, it, it, it they have built this thing that can. Right, because it's not all math. Right? right, like there's a lot of math, but you also have to deal with like people. Yeah, I tell That's you what, crazy. I spent like two hours playing Red Dead Redemption, and <laughs> I only played poker, and I won like fifteen bucks. <laughs> then I accidentally killed somebody, and thirty seconds later, I died, lost sixteen bucks. How about that from dying? Yeah, I think sometimes they take away money. So it was two hours of. Me grinding it out on the poker table, beating these people, being so thrilled that I won, outlasted all these other guys for not, dude, 30 seconds gone in my life. Uh, and they took an extra dollar. Yep. Oh, wow. <sighs> you hate to see it. You hate to see it is the thing. Um, Mike, if you had like advice for people interested in getting in into daily fantasy. Yeah. What would it be? Um, I think don't, don't play for a lot of money. No, 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 don't no. do it. Don't do it. Uh, no, don't, just don't play for a lot of money. Like you don't need to, there's like dollar turn, there's 25 cent tournaments. Mm-hmm. Like do that until you kind of get a hang for things and figure it out. There's no need to, like you see the big ones where like put down $40, the winner gets 100,000 tonight. There's no need to like start with that. You should start with like 25 cent tournaments and like build your way up. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Advice. And be willing to do some homework. Yeah, cool. Love that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we've reached the end, my friends. Mike, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I think there's something the three of us would like to oh, plug. There is something. The How three about of that? Us would like that's to right. Plug. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately, uh, the Dirt softball team was submitted to participate in Indy Cage Match, which happens to be this Sunday. Indy Cage Match is a improv show at the UCB Theater at Subculture. Correct. Um, where teams um, do improv against each other. Right. And for some reason, <laughs> our softball team is doing that. We are. Um, uh, my girlfriend, Kelsey, who is on the softball team, is not a comedian or has never participated in any sort of 
comedy community type thing outside of the softball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we have to spend the week trying to convince her to participate. Yeah. Um, uh, I think there's two other people on the team, uh, Brad and Beth, who right. are in similar situations. And yes, we yeah. have to convince and them. And she's pretty adamant that she's not going to do it. Well, but I no, do. she is. She is going to do yeah. this. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I feel yeah. like it's going to carry a lot more weight coming from both of you. Yep. And from the beanball, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You Mandated by the beanball. Mandated, yeah. yeah. Hey, I, also, I, I wasn't sure if you wanted to even just plug. Um, Dirt has a softball game this Saturday <laughs> at 11.45 a.m. at McCarran Park. Yeah, if you want to come out, support the team, hang out with uh, uh, Mike Zakarian, person that's been on the podcast, Macy Joe Schwartz, been on the podcast. Amanda Giobi, been on the podcast. Arguably the best podcast performance we've seen from <laughs> yeah. Amanda Giobi. We're hoping to have her back in a couple of weeks once the season's over. Kind of give us a little recap. After she gets that home run? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you can check us out this weekend as well. I would love to see a bunch of randos who listen to the podcast <laughs> yeah. show to the game on Saturday. Yeah, I don't know who that is. but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ain't no one but a bunch of randos <laughs> listening to the game ball. Definitely not our very close friends. <laughs> you might get some randos after it says Tampa Bay Rays anywhere in the. Yeah. In the oh, yeah. There's because yeah, that's a big search. Yeah. That's yeah. That's some good SEO right there. But I imagine if you are a Rays fan, you are searching for anything because there's nothing. Like nobody's writing anything. Up, you know. Yeah. Like this will be the only thing that comes out that says Rays on it. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm excited to continue to watch the Rays, keep track of what they're doing. Um, I know that they play against your Red Sox a lot, so mm-hmm. I'm hoping it doesn't affect you too negatively. It won't, again, because we won the World Series. Yeah, you're, so you're, right, that's right. You're fine for five years. I don't years. even care who wins this year. Yeah, great. As long as it's not the Yankees. As long, uh, I got to say, uh, I shouldn't say this. Do this not recorded. say it, Mike. They're just more likable now. No! They are. They are no! way more likable. Aaron Judge is fun. He's yeah. Fun. We know that we agree with you, but we don't like to admit it. Listen, you're talking to a Red Sox fan. I'm supposed to hate them so much, and maybe it's because we've won more World Series than them recently. But I, I they're a likable team. I know, you know. know. And I, Francis, Francis is a good guy. I want Francis <laughs> to be happy. He took me to the Red Sox Yankees playoff games last mm-hmm. year when we closed out. Yeah. So I mean, Francis needs a win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's only grown up with a bunch of wins every time that they won. Uh, fuck then- Francis. <laughs> take it back. Yeah. Oh, I for- yeah, Francis also on the softball team. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, uh, how angry can somebody be if their team hasn't won one in like, I don't know, like 70 years? <laughs> Pretty angry, I would think. Yeah. Sick. How close did you guys come in 2016? Oh, my God. I walked right into it, it was- and I'm upset. I still, but you you can't be mad at anybody but ownership, right? Like, because the in the Cleveland, mad at the Cubs. Yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I just mean that like the Cleveland team won't spend money. They've already been yeah. like, hey, Lindor, you're gone. No, uh, like, I know we're not going to re-sign anybody. It's nuts. I know it's terrible. You have so much talent. Yeah, and yeah, it's weird. And leukemia. That's tough. Yeah, it's like a tough. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. But oh, it, the good news is that he might be back. Before the season's over. Yeah, so for sure. I, we, hope. We, hope, we hope so, at least. Yeah. Okay. Pray, prayers up, Cookie. <laughs> prayers up, Cookie. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, hey, thanks. we ran out of time about five minutes ago. <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> thanks. We'll see you next time. The Bean Ball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callaghan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz, and our logo is by Brad Mead. 
if you'd like to contact us, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.